I think wow. I think a band that was wow. underutilized and underrated. underrated. Yeah, I mean a song like that going to take a freight train. Yeah, don't care where it goes. I mean that's a guy that got beat up, pummeled, <laughs> right? You know, robbed, robbed, robbed. You know, his dog got hit by a car. I've got I've got a whole list of divorce songs for all you. <laughs> That you know what? Are you sure you don't want to? Let's should what? we do this? Do again? what? Do what? Divorce again? You want to do? I don't care. Well, I don't know. I don't know where it's going. But I heard that right. song this morning working out. It just popped up, and usually it's not like a, a heavy duty, you know, a slow song like that. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what. So I started listening to songs like that. I went right back to my divorce playlist, and right away the emotions start coming, the anger. The passion, and before you know well, it, I was I was doing a set of curls. I had tears in my eyes. I was crying. Right. Is that yeah. right or wrong? No, I don't know. I think it's PTSD. I don't know what that At means. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. Uh, I have it. I have it from many things. You know, the separation and divorce was just one wow. stepping stone to PTSD. It was just like in recent episodes, all of the douchebags I had for bosses. Yeah, right up, yeah. right up, you know, to contemporary times. It, it's just, it's just what the world does to people who have a heart. Mm. You have a heart. The world is going to try to cut it out of you and gobble it down. Ooh, you know, John. Should we talk about uh, motivational quotes? I saw. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, today was like maybe Love some. It. I think somebody's trying to send me a message. Uh, between this song, I don't know what the message is there, but I saw a quote today. None are so empty as those who are full of themselves. Oh. None are so empty Ooh. as those who are full of themselves. Can I try it? Please. None are so empty <laughs> as those who are full of themselves. No, no, no. That was good, but this is the way we got to introduce that God. now. And now... For tonight's midnight special. <laughs> midnight special. For all you people that can't sleep and are wondering, you need a little direction. What direction should I go to? Our f we got to give you a name. I mean, uh, we, you can't say John Jorgaluji. Jersey say? Alchemist. And now, from parts unknown, the Jersey Alchemist with some advice. People, friends. Friends, Romans, countrymen, people, yeah. lend me your ear. Yeah. There's an old expression that packs much wisdom. There are no, there are no, there, none. There are none. No, 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 are, no, 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 no. It starts with none. None are so empty. Oh, I love that. Yeah. None are so empty. There should be an echo chamber there. Empty, 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 empty. <laughs> as those who are full of themselves. Self, 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 self. Can I try it again? Yeah. None are so empty, 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 <laughs> as those who are so full of themselves. Maybe I threw self, an extra self, so Yeah, that was, I mean, think of the weight of that statement. Yeah. I mean, I do not love motivational quotes. I could read one every freaking minute of the day. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for something to pick you up or to get you, like this song that I heard, all right, it took me to a place, a not-so-good place, where, you know, going through some tough times, you mm -hmm. know, relationship, yeah. P.S. What, P.S. what? P.T. P.T. Post-traumatic. 
Yeah. Stress disorder. All right. Yeah, PTSD. that's PTSD. PTSD took me right there, started playing all those songs, thinking about emotions, and now we went to this quote. That just popped up on my phone. It did. Long. It literally did. I looked at Phyllis and said, hey, what do you want to talk about today? Because yeah. we don't we don't precognate this. That's why you'll find that this is a homegrown from the grassroots organic session. That's what it, that's what it is. Yeah. I said, What do you want to talk about? He says, I don't know. All of a sudden his phone lit up. Like he was getting a message, and he looked, and there was that quote. It was, was a like, message. I'll be damned. Yeah. St. Anthony had some hand in that. Sure. And let's break it down, John. People that we know in our lives, like you brought up bosses, prior episodes, uh. um, relationships. So so many people, they walk around, they're pompous. You know, everything they do they think is right. They can't make a mistake. It's always your fault. And yet, when you get to know the person... Yeah. And they expose themselves, and you realize how shallow and empty their vessel really is. I think we're going to repeat that that quote again and again through this episode. None, so you start with none. None are so empty as those who are full of themselves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you know right away when you... When you walk into a room or if you're if you're at an affair and there's a gaggle of people that are chit-chatting, maybe you got drinks in your hand, or maybe you're at work and you're in the coffee room, and if somebody starts talking about all the great things they've done, you know, the old thank God I was there story, you know, oh, you had to see blah, blah, blah. You can't believe what happened last mm. week. It was calamity. You know, the sky was falling, the trees were burning, the volcanoes were erupting, the tsunami was on its way. But, kind of like underdog, thank God I was there. Have you, have you known any people that throw those thank God I was there stories? It, and right away, people don't want to embarrass them and say, okay, just what the fuck about if you were, you know, you, oh, that you were there. Really? Mm. You mean you saved the world? You're the savior. You're the savior. Wow. That's crazy, right? But you know something? Those are the people that are compelled to puff and stuff. They have to bloviate. They have to say something to make people notice them. They just... They're coming from a position of weakness. Insecurity. John, Insecurity. We, we both know a gentleman um, that I, I coached his son, and um, his son and my son were friends. Every sentence this guy started, and I'm going to say the name of the, co the college, the institution yeah. he went to, mm -hmm. every sentence was, you know, when I was at Cornell, all right, yeah. now, you know what? And I'm the type of guy, like, I'll take that, like, you know, 10, 20 times. But after a while, half kidding, but half serious, I go, does every sentence have to start with when you went to Cornell? I mean, I don't, no matter, pick a subject, you know, hamburgers, any, any you know, 
when I was at Cornell. When I was at Cornell, we made right. the best hamburgers. Like, you know what? Right. We F you and in, Cornell. We invented a new derivation of hamburger in the hamburger lab. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And if you're out there, you know who I'm talking about. You know it's you. Because there's only one guy. You know? Uh -oh. See, now that means that you have to do the alchemy today. But let me tell you something, though. Now, in that situation, that situation, right? He wasn't even the breadwinner in his family. Well, there you go. Exactly the point right. you brought up. Right. He wasn't even the breadwinner in his family. His mm -hmm. lovely wife, who I, you know, she didn't tell me. I have no idea where she went to school. And yeah. guess what? You know, she was, uh, mm -hmm. uh, she was very successful and she owned her own business. And uh, and it was amazing. She was an amazing person. I never knew anything about her except what a nice person she was. Yeah. But yet, yeah. this insecure guy, empty shell, full of himself. Yet so empty, had to tell me every or anybody who was there every conversation where he went. Cornell. To this day, if I hear the word Cornell, it, it's like my Niagara Falls. I go, <laughs> it just fires me. Cornell. <laughs> it just fires me up. Slowly I turn. Slowly I turn. I mean, but it's step by step. step. It just goes. It's just a matter of time. Niagara Falls. <laughs> it's just a matter of time before somebody. Or what? Susquehanna hat. Susquehanna. <laughs> Punch the arm through the hat every time. Susquehanna hat. <laughs> That's a reference to the Abbott and Costello show. For those of you in India. In India, yeah. One of the greatest American shows there uh, there ever was. That's for sure. Right. But, um, you know, it just shows you how empty people are. I mean, when you really get to, it's like the more somebody, the harder somebody tries. And you know what, John? We're lucky because we get to an age where we could really spot somebody like that. You know, all show, no go. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then maybe a short conversation. You're like, oh, this guy is just, you know, forget about it. Or this girl, whatever, whoever it is. You know, I mean, you probably had bosses like that in your life. Or, oh, you know, lordy, lordy, lordy. I mean, you're in your occupation. I mean, that's definitely a bunch well, of. Well, uh, you know something? There are egotists all over. They're here, there, and everywhere. They're around every corner. And, you know, you can't name a profession, a career, a job. Uh, there are egotists probably on the unemployment line. They'll press probably somebody on that line, you know, talking loudly so the other people that are unemployed can hear it about when he was running NASA. Yes, 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 when I uh, single-handedly, you know, ran the, uh, the Apollo mm. mission, yeah, Apollo 13, mm. I was the one in the capsule. Sure you are. Yeah. Sure you are. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable. And, you know, it's... It's, you know, those are the people, they're kettle drums, right? Interesting. If you, if you hit them, they're hollow, and they reverberate, boom, boom, boom. They're kettle drums. Mm. That's exactly what they are. There's nothing inside them. At least that's how they feel about themselves. Maybe you don't look at them like that. Until they start, boom, 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 slamming their own gong, you know. And, you know, you can't reverberate and project your sound very well uh, if you have a big heart inside. You have to be empty inside to project your sound just like a kettle drum. Mm. John, there's another uh, quick saying, a lion never has to tell me he's a lion. 
You, you just know. I mean, you know, you don't have to tell me what a hard worker yeah. you are. You know, don't judge a man by, oh, God, there's like one quote after another. No, I mean, but that's, but don't judge a man by what he says about himself. You're going to have to tag today's <laughs> title. Uh, uh, you know, we'll call it like, you know, amazing, you know, quotes of wisdom. <laughs> don't judge a man by what he says about himself. Mm. Judge a man by what other people say about him. Yes. So if a guy comes to you, meaning like if somebody just comes and starts telling you about everything they've done, look at my fancy car, you know. I have, yeah, I know people in my life where they always have to give me a financial update. They have to give oh. me uh, the romantic yeah. update, uh, their conquest. I mean, I, I'm like, I don't understand. I, we don't talk like, you know, I don't care about that stuff. Like, yeah. what happened to just, you know, Phil and you talking? I mean, one-on-one. -on -one. I have nothing else to offer. Yeah, it's right. really it's really sad. So you know? they have to fabricate something. It's like they get a blob of dough or clay, and they got to do this, and they feel compelled yeah. that they got to do this and do this. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, John? Not everybody is as um, uh, intuitive to figure that out. I mean, there's people, like, I've seen guys I know at jobs yeah. who are stone cold, like, just bullshitters. And I mean, and oh, I can do this, and I've done that. And they get a boss who believes them. And then they go into that world, all of a sudden, and you see that guy and the boss hanging out, and they're laughing and joking, and you're like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Well, Sooner or later, yeah. that guy's going to figure well, it the, out, the, but... Right, I, yeah. you just you just got it out before I did. Oh, very, I've, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's perfect. We're we you know we we have yeah. a connection Into for sure. It. And um, you know I've seen bullshitters that all of a sudden ingratiate themselves to the fucking boss, <sighs> and the boss falls for it. But they look like they fall for it. But we'll go back to the person that I. I mentioned a couple episodes back, I remember a department chairperson who filled, who filled his coffers, so to speak, who filled his, his uh, division spots with people that he believed could never approach him, could never knock the king off of his throne. Yes. You know, and I, I, I know a guy more in a more contemporary fashion, not a surgeon. Every time he pulled in somebody to his department that that we loved, they were affable, they were likable, they were smart, they knew how to intervene with you know with uh, with their patient population. I'm not going to give it away. Uh, they had academic. Uh, Endeavors going, they had it all, and you know what? After the you're in the initial two-year phase, guess what happened after that? They were kind of in line for a little bit of a raise, maybe a promotion. Give give the gal a title, let her be, you know the the director of clinical, blah blah blah. You know, this one could be the director of academic blah, 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 and research and development. The other one, give her a title. She's terrific. Guess what? Boink. The old ejection button was hit. Boing. Out the door they would go. Guy or girl, didn't matter. The better they were and the more well-rounded they were and the more everybody loved them, boing, they got the, the fucking ejection mm. button was hit. 
out the door they went. And then, and then what happened was they started using per diem people. Fly, I called them fly-by-nighters. You know, I'm not, I'm not dissing the whole issue of people who work, <laughs> I almost repeated fly-by-night, <laughs> but uh, per diem workers are people who come in and they get paid by the day. They're not there to, to, uh, to build the fortress with you. They're not there to slug it out with you against, you know, the, against the evil of the world. They're, mm -hmm. not, they're not there to stamp out disease and infirmity with you. They're there to come in and fill a time slot and get the fuck out and, and take their paycheck. Mm -hmm. And a lot of institutions have, have defaulted to that because they don't give a shit how good you are, they just want the schedule covered, and they don't want to spend an extra dime on anybody that's quality. You know why? Because the administration's stealing the fucking money. Ha! Mm. John, I don't know if you want to go down this rabbit hole, but forget about people blowing themselves up in front of the bosses. How about just, have you ever seen a stone-cold ass-kisser? Like, with a boss where it's, like, almost embarrassing, like... You know, is this guy got a skirt on? I mean, like... Well, that's the same topic. So, it, so it's, it's, to me, it's the same topic. But how come these people don't get embarrassed? I mean, listen, oh, they, they every have. man has a certain amount of testosterone, okay? Now, how you put that testosterone... Oh, that's a bad notion today. You got us canceled for that. <laughs> I don't know how you get that testosterone and push it to the side and just, like... I don't even know what to wear, and just demand yourself and like to kiss somebody's ass because he's got a higher position than you. I mean, they're and let me tell you, they're whores. I love when you make whores like two syllables. Whore, whore, whore. And and some bosses like that though. They love of it. They do. You know, every boss wants a whore on the side. Oh my God! I was out to dinner one time with uh, my boss. No, I don't boss. need a fucking whore on the side. How's that? Yeah, my boss and a couple coworkers, and this one coworker was so embarrassing. I felt I'll never feel bad for the guy because you know he puts himself in this position. <laughs> but I, I, me and my big mouth, at some point I have to say something, and I said to the guy, "Listen, you're not going to tell another wow boss you're the greatest thing in the world story, are you?" And my boss goes, wait, 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 I want to hear this. Yeah. Like, almost as a goof. Like, right, you know? Yeah, he was, he was he's playing that He's person. playing the person yeah, as a goof. And the, guy does, and the guy went and told an embarrassing story about the first time he saw the boss. You had that blue shirt on, and you were leaning up against the bar. I'm like, are you serious right now? Uh, and that's an actual, well, how we started the story. But that's that, not made up. That's, that's interesting. Um, don't you think that that fits right in line with none are so empty mm. as those who are full, full of themselves, themselves. Yes. right? That guy clearly was empty. Yeah. And he was trying to make the boss think that he had a load of wisdom, a load of know-how, a load of ability mm. that will make the boss's company better than what it would be without him or her. This is the type of guy who's sitting next to him at another dinner, of course, all work-related. Uh, he's asking the gentleman across the table what kind of car he drives. Now, that guy, was a he's a flooring guy. He's a tile guy. He's a yeah. great guy. He's yeah, just yeah. blue-collar and stand-up as you can get. Mm -hmm. So he goes, well, I drive a pickup truck. Yeah. Why? So this guy, the ass-kisser, the empty vessel, 
Okay, vessel. so full of himself. An he's, empty vessel, empty, people. Yeah. Are you an empty vessel? Mm. He proceeds to tell this gentleman, all my cars are German. Porsche, Mercedes. Like, are you serious? I wanted to get my fork. He's sitting next to me and just stab him on top of the thigh. Well, but then like, you're, you're who says that? You're stabbing. Um, what's that? But I couldn't get fired at that, that time. Character on SpongeBob was a no. Bubble Boy. I didn't watch. Yes, oh, I love I love SpongeBob. Yeah. It, it was. It came up just when my kids were like right there, yeah, and yeah, I was like, yeah. Dad, watch this cartoon. SpongeBob. What the kind of name is that? Right? Yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. That's it. One or two episodes. I was hooked. It was a lovely day in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> but there was a character, Bubble Boy. Yeah. So SpongeBob had, had a friend that was a bubble that looked like a boy. If you stab a guy like that, even, even figuratively or metaphorically, you're stabbing the empty vessel. You're stabbing Bubble Boy or mm. Bubble Girl. Mm. You are. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, how do you... Have you ever blown up at a coworker like because of that at work, John? No, 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 no. I just, I just, you know, metaphorically, I take my little um, notebook mm -hmm. like a meter maid. I take the license plate, <laughs> to make, the make, model, and year yeah. of the offending uh, yeah, the personnel, yeah. and I write it down and I stick it in my computer and say, "Hmm, mm -hmm. an empty vessel." among us yeah see that's why you're such a better person than me because i can take for so long and i don't have a notebook that i'm writing that in at some point i'm just going to tell this guy like straight out you know why are you such an asshole and and from the, we'll take it in any direction he wants to take it from i'm not proud of that but at some point i just can't take it anymore i mean come on this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, t I tell you what uh, and then me, they get all offended. let me tell you the difference between me and a lot of other people Listeners, viewers, <laughs> figure out sit back. Figure out which one of uh, which one of these people you are. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that it's one side or the other is worthy, but you're in the presence of the boss. You're in the presence of the boss, mm -hmm. and the boss invites you out to dinner. Mm. And it's the boss, and it's maybe four or five other people that work with you, but the boss is the boss. Mm. And you're not there five uh, The boss starts off with thanking everybody for coming, right? Ingratiates himself to everybody, plays nice, and then not a minute after he, he breathes out those, those words, he starts to insult everyone at the table. Or she starts to insult everyone at the table. Yeah, well, you know, you guys didn't know what the hell you were doing Eight years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, before I got here, you drove the place into the ground. Wow. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Record scratch. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, boss man. Where the fuck were you? So everybody at the table swallowed their tongue. They lifted themselves off their chairs and they stuck their soup spoons up their asses and sat down on their soup spoons wow. and ate his fucking shit. And he kept going and going and going. But not me. Not me. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Not Mouthy Galucci. Mm -hmm. No, no. I literally said to him, excuse me, where the fuck were you 10 years ago, 14, 15, 16 years ago when you say that 
that others drove the institution into the ground? Just where the fuck were you? Fucking up some other institution? Mm. Pissing on everybody in another institution? And because you sold yourself here, now we're stuck with you? Fuck you. Ooh. That's exactly what I said to the boss man who started insulting the fuck out of us. You know something? Mm. I would rather lose my house and have to fucking dumpster dive to mm. survive than eat the shit from an asshole like that. Mm. And those assholes are everywhere. Everywhere. And you know something? Those assholes aren't usually rank and file. Rank and file are the ball bearings that the company rolls on. The assholes, one way or another, find themselves in a position of power. Mm. Well, fuck yourself. How's that? Wow. And now, that's well said. I'm proud well, of you. How well, many, how many people in the UK, because we have, you know, viewers from the UK. In the UK, it's collective, right? It's, mm. it's Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Great Britain. How many people in the UK have experienced blowhead bosses like that or empty people in your lives? Empty, empty, empty. None are so empty as those who are full of themselves. How about in India? I bet in India, I bet people actually take switches and whips to the, to the good silent majority. That's what I think. Mm. I think there's a lot of motherfuckers in India that are playing ball with Bill Gates and now you're stuck with him and his bullshit. I said it on a previous episode. Don't kick Bill Gates out of your country. Get him extradited to India and, and, and hey, he bought 400 plus million acres of farmland. That means, oh, oh, he must, he must love the dirt. I would say extradite Bill Gates and plant him into the Indian soil. Plant him. Mm. Get it? Wink, wink. John, I'm proud of you. How was your relationship with that boss after you made that statement? Because, you know, that can break bad. He's either the say whole table went silent. Yeah. The whole table went silent, and they sat there sucking his thumb. Uh, and I thought, you, you stupid little empty twits mm. you're all empty unbelievable so how's my relationship with that person how'd it go after that did he like respect oh, you oh, uh, or did he like um push you like no 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 he, he didn't have the ability to push me away oh, okay and um ultimately ultimately uh, i think i'm the i'm partly the bane of his present existence mm. yeah right interesting I know I've been uh, at production meetings at jobs at work, and uh, after the fourth one, they're like, listen, I don't think it's necessary for you to come back because, you know, I'm not there to make friends. You know, right. there's a job to get done, yeah. and, you know, I'm a big, big client and customer advocate. I'm not going to kiss anybody in the company's ass just to, you know, go with the flow, you know, to get along, go along to get along. No, if there's something that needs to be said, I'm going to say it. So after the right. fourth meeting, they told me, listen, we don't want you to come back anymore. I have... Uh, I took that as a badge of honor. Yeah, oh, I, I, I understand that completely. Uh, I can remember, um, you know, it reminds me of... That famous quote, another famous quote oh, by Teddy Roosevelt. I think it was him who said, walk softly, but carry a big stick. 
or swing a big stick. Yeah, I, I won't say. Yeah, yeah. Swing a big dick. I won't say. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was a, a UFC fighter who was quiet. He almost looked like a. He almost looked like a deaf mute. He was portly. He was pudgy. Husky. He was husky. Mm. And he would step into the ring. And the, his opponents were, you know, pointing and all of that crap. And was he Russian? Yeah, I know who you're going to talk about. Yeah. If, if you all don't know who Fedor Emelianenko is, yeah. is, right? Uh, Jonathan Staredowns is almost like he was falling asleep. So, almost like he was falling asleep. And, and I, I don't, holy smokes. The guy was like lightning. He was like fucking greased lightning. Uh, I think out of all of the fights he had, I, I think, wasn't he in like the 40s or 50s with his fights? Oh, yeah. I think he lost twice. I think he got choked out once. So he had a, he had a tap out. And, and I think the other time he had such a bad cut that I think maybe the doctors stopped, stopped the, fight. the fight. But my God, that guy was reserved and quiet and confident he, he wasn't you know didn't walk into the ring wearing you know five pounds of gold chains around screaming to some loud you know, music all tatted up you know with the hat backwards pointing and all of that's no 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 mm. wow fedor emelianenko yeah his brother was good too i think his brother's still fighting yeah he was a he was a lion that's for sure that guy didn't never took a step backwards but the point why did i mention him He's an example of somebody who is filled with ability. He's filled with heart. And he's not an empty kettle drum. Mm. Not at all. So he's the antithesis of that quote, none are so empty as those who are full of themselves. Fedor Emelianenko, if you're watching this, I'm going to tag tag you, right? Thumbs up to you, brother. If you're watching this, God bless you, brother. Mm. Um, the world should aspire to be Fedor Emelianenko. Mm. Well said, John. John, I think we're going to have to alchemize this episode. Uh, I love this episode. Yeah, me too. I feel like I got yeah, a lot yeah, off my want. chest. Okay. You know, All right. uh, it's therapy for I me. Think, but I think point. you... You need to step up and al alchemize. And if there was an episode to do it, this is the one. Hmm. Well, I'm putting pressure, but no, all right. No. Well, listen, hey, just just the, take the high road. I, I would think, like we said, none are so empty as those who are full of themselves. Yeah. So I would think about that, people. And if you run into somebody who's, you know, bragging and, and always talking how great they are, Stay away from them. Stay away from people like that. Stay on your journey. I Stay on your you path. Say, Stab them with a fork. <laughs> crush them. No, 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 no. Don't no. crush them. Just a joke. Just, just, just stay away from them, <laughs> and and just do your thing. Don't look, don't get sucked into that trap. You know, it, it is. It's bait. It's, it's bait that'll yeah. draw you in yeah. to a firefight. And um, and me, you know, I. I I knew, I you know, there's that line from my dad, remember who you oh, are. Wow. And, and I've always remembered who I was so that when somebody would 
just decide to publicly try to humiliate me and insult the crap out of me, I just give it back to them. That's all there is to it, regardless of the consequences. That's how I was. I'm not saying do something to get yourself fired from your job, but you got to come to terms with who you are and whether or not you're going to keep eating the shit from those who are <laughs> never so empty as those who are full of themselves. Wow. And those are the people that are much more likely to attack you, to be jealous of you. 100%. All right, brother. So don't fall into the trap. Great episode, John. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. Yep. Thank you for uh, bringing me in as a part of it. If you like what we're doing in the Jersey Alchemist, please press like, follow, and... Subscribe, brothers and sisters. Subscribe. Till next time, peace. And I think we're going to let the Marshall Tucker band. Let's start it off. What the hell? Wow.